You know, every story's got a beginning, it's got a middle, and an end. Now this story, I want to say right now we're kind of in the middle of it. It's pretty good. It's going to get a little bit better. And then there's the end. A little bit less anticlimactic. A little bit more of us just talking. But, uh, you know, hey, she was an interesting person. So, uh, for parents who just won't shut up, we got a good story. This is part two of Mrs. Doe. I hope that everyone here really likes it. It may end a bit abrupt, but, uh, you know, hey, that's all right. So stay tuned to listen to this one. It's a good one. That does sound a lot like Jago. Yeah, I want to go. I can't do the J-Lo part because my voice. <laughs> try, try. Let me hear you try the J-Lo part. Because uh, I'm real. The way. No, see, I go back into Ja Rule's voice. Yeah. Even do like... J-Lo's part as Ja Rule. That would be. Because I'm real. The way you are. Oh, that's back to his part. Wasn't Ja Rule a guy from Firefest? Yeah, he yeah. He really fucked some people. But he has yeah. some great 90s hits. So let's give him some leeway. You know, let's. We're going to talk about a rebranded. Yeah, yeah. Well, he did rebrand himself very badly. <laughs> yeah. It's not hard to be a narcissist that has his own podcast. That's true. Okay. I think you're good. Get on that mic real fast. I'm on the mic. I'm yeah. on the mic right meow. That's where I want to hear you. That's it. Here, get it, get it, get it, here, get it, get it, y'all, get it, get it. No, no. I'm singing 90 songs now. I like it. I'm just going to, that's where we'll break into it. We'll just break into you doing... Here, kitty, kitty. Oh, yeah. And then we'll go straight into the kitty kitty and then we'll and go then, back to yeah. the story. Yeah. I'm a hit maker. All right. Well, I think we left off on Ronald McDonald. We 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 came to our to we took a consensus and uh we feel that it's okay to uh talk about it. Well, yeah, I mean I was like, should I say this? But also, I mean, Ronald McDonald's on my sister's front porch, and he's clearly has signatures all over him. So this is how I find out about Ronald. Yeah. Um, since I am not always, and I'm not ever really involved in my sister and my dad's stuff, they just leave things out for me, and they hide things for me, which they should because, you know, I don't want to know about it anyway. The less I know, you know? Yeah. One of those things, like a crime story, yeah. Less I know, the better. And so I'm watching my nephews in the backyard, and one of her sons is like two. And he comes running at me, and he's like, there's a monster in the like behind the shed. There's like something, you know. And I'm like, what the fuck is he talking about? He's like going nuts. Yeah. And so I'm like, fine, fine, you know, kids, you don't ever want to follow them anywhere. They don't really have shit to say. You know, a two-year-old's like, yeah. oh, I, uh, bad, uh, at least, cookie. At least, yeah, never follow him to a second yeah, location. Yeah, second location, it's going to be boring, no matter yeah. what you think, because whatever is exciting to a kid is way boring for your yeah. ass. And so finally, he like keeps bothering me about it. He's like running back in the yard and then coming back to me, and I'm like, fine, I'll follow him. Yeah. So I go to the back of this, by the way, like, okay, so my sister lives at this point, and like the hood of the south side of our city and um her husband when she met him at the time was like one storage unit 
in the backyard. And then, of course, at this point, there's like five. And he's like already, I don't even really know why, how they stayed together after this. She showed all of her colors before they moved into the next house. So, oh, it must be true love. Yeah, true love. Oh, Ooh. anyway. So I follow my nephew to the back of the shed, and there is a giant Ronald McDonald. He's like, he's he's positioned sitting down, and he's already like six feet maybe. And so like if he sits on a bench, he's like maybe a foot above you. Yeah. You know, is it one of the? Is it the one that you can sit in his lap? Yes. Hey. Okay. Well, it's not in his lap. It's a. He has his arm, arm around, around you, okay. and he's cross-legged. You and know, he's like cross-legged. he has his leg over. Yeah. And so I'm like, what the fuck? I'm not that surprised because there's like. One time my sister was like, you want a TV? And I was like, yeah. And she's like, pick one out. And there was a U-Haul of like 50 TVs. Regretfully, I picked a small flat screen. Um, now I wish I would have picked one of the big ones. Yeah, but, you know, well I figured they'd probably have some more TVs at some point, but they didn't. Um, and so I'm not really surprised that it's Ronald McDonald. They do storage units, as yeah. I say. Um, but then I'm looking and it's got like signatures all over it. Mm-hmm. Like all these. And it has dates at the bottom. So I'm like, what the fuck? And it's like, they're everywhere. It's like covered in signatures. Yeah. And so I confront my sister and she's like, oh yeah, me and dad got this. That's usually, you know, they got it. And it's covered in all the Olympians. Like a ton of <laughs> Olympians have signed this giant Ronald McDonald. And like that has their date and like all these weird signatures. And I was like, what the fuck? And well, is- what's amazing is that they donated it to your family yeah, as yeah. a charitable act. Yeah. And my sister now has it on her front porch yeah. for all the neighbors to fucking hate her. Yeah. Uh, because my dad will fall asleep in it. Like he'll like yeah. come out of like, you know. His you meth know. days. Yeah, meth, yeah, meth, you'll sleep wherever, you know? Yeah. Um, and so he'll fall asleep on the front porch in Ronald McDonald's arms, you know? And then the mm-hmm. kids got to go to school in the morning, and it just looks weird. Yeah. My sister thinks that's a perfectly normal thing to happen. That's okay. Is that the bus drives yeah. by, There's or people, some... neighbors drive by, and my dad's sleeping, like, so nuzzled in Ronald McDonald's arms. Oh, man. Driving that's, up is a hoot. <laughs> that's pretty wild. It's like I was telling you about like the li- I think it's called Lista. It's an yeah app Lista where I like I believe it's just meth heads trade things at night, no money included. But they do that stuff too. And but I don't think they've given up Ronald into that list. Yeah, Lista's like the. Um, Did you look it up? No, no, no. But but I'm going to look it up, and I'm pretty sure that Lista is got to be just like the way that the government has figured out a way to placate. You know, like, yeah, like Amazon guy, Steve, what, what's his name? Well, who cares? Jobs? You know, no, no, no. That was Apple. Harvey? No. Not Robin Steve Williams. Harvey. No. <laughs> None of those people. But anyways, they all got together and they're like, we need a way to placate meth heads. They're stealing yeah. too much shit off front porches. Let's just have them trade the shit yeah. they already got. Yeah, and like my sister, like that yeah. will be her like she'll be waiting for 100 baby doll shoes. And she don't even have baby dolls, but yeah. she does sell baby dolls. She has like a storage unit of like purses and baby dolls. But I was thinking the coronavirus, like the pandemic thing, is only, I have not talked to my sister or my dad. It's very hard to get a hold of them naturally. But I believe this is the best time for them in life because they're like, no one is fucking watching us. Yeah. You know, everyone's just home. Yeah, they're in their house. And so my sister and my dad are probably like dancing around the back of businesses and their storage units, fucking kicking through boxes. Like, I believe that that's why I can't get a hold of them. They're having the time. They're busy. Yeah, and they're filling those storage units so fucking fast. Like, I can't get a hold of, I mean, I usually can't get a hold of them. That's that's pretty wild, though. No, no, no. So uh, on the... 
on the um, the the Lista app or whatever the hell it is. I don't know the name actually. I think it's Lista. Yeah, I'm doubt- I'm totally gonna look this yeah. up. But I was just thinking, it's it just seems like it's at a loss no matter what because you are trading, but you're having to pay to mail off stuff. Yeah, and I'm sure the only one benefiting of- is the app people. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So it's literally like it's always at a loss because yeah. you're never. I mean, your idea, I, I suppose, is because you're gonna trade up. You know, you start with a paperclip and end up with a house. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that's, but that's not, not how that works. Because everybody thinks their shit is worth way more. Yeah. It's like I told you, my sister will like hold up a coffee cup and be like, this is from a, like a limited edition like tea yeah. set in the 80s. And I'm like, no, it's not. Yeah. Like she'll like, oh, she'll like look at, there's a name inscribed on the bottom. I'm like, yeah, there's names to a lot of shit. Yeah. You know, like, yeah, I don't know. It's, like, it says made in China. Yeah, if it has it's a name on it, in. she's like, ooh, super pricey. Yeah. Because <laughs> it has a name. Like, well, you obviously don't do your research on high quality. Things. She would probably still try to sell somebody like a JVC video camera. Oh, yeah. You know, like the ones from like 95. She actually just gave me, she had like, I was walking through the yard and she had like 500 purses just like scattered throughout the yard. And she yeah. gave me a purse and it was a, it's an original like coach purse from the eighties. Like I've had like, oh a, wow. And she was just like, oh yeah, take it. Cause there were so many purses, but she's so dumb to know that on Lista, she could have got, she could have got a thousand baby doll yeah. shoes for the, uh, the 1980s vintage yeah. coach purse. And she just like threw it at me. Like when <laughs> I have friends over or I, I bring a few people there, I always give them a pre-warning, but yeah. like. My friend was walking through with me recently, and she was like, oh, I like that. And I was like, take it. No problem. Because there's so much shit. They're like hoarders. There's so much stuff. Yeah, they don't even. You could just pick it up and put it on. Yeah, and she wouldn't even. No. There was a tent full of gym clothes in the yard. They pitched a tent to put gym clothes that they had in there. That's crazy. That's a crazy idea, right? Yeah. I was like, why didn't you just box them up? But the tent is what they had. So there's a tent pitch like right at the front of the yard. Like not even hidden, just yeah. like a sport tent, and it has all these gym clothes in it that she saved for me. Just like mesh gym clothes. All oh no, yeah, just just whatever. Okay, like just work yeah, out. She was like, uh, we whenever you through- say gym clothes, because I have kids, I just think like mesh boy shorts. Well, there were some mesh but shorts. Sure. There were like tights, running yeah. shirts, like, and yeah. I was like, well, how nice of you to save them here. Some Lilu lemons. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. Oh, not the high dollar stuff. No, no, no. These are from a storage unit. Lilu lemons haven't been around enough for somebody oh, yeah. to die and let their storage unit go. That's true. Yeah, you know, or to be killed. Whatever. Um, yeah, or to have it robbed. Either way. Or robbed. Hey, they don't rob things. They, they get them. Yeah, they get them. Yeah, they don't say. <laughs> they never say the word robbers still. They'll make a billion different words. It's hilarious. Yeah. And then I'm just like, okay. Yeah. Whatever you want Where's to my it. nephew at? Yeah. It's like those stars up in... Those aren't stars. Those are shiny diamonds <laughs> up in the sky. Three or 400 feet away from us. No. And I don't... I think they either... I can't decide if they think I'm dumb or they realize that I'm apathetic at this point. Yeah. No, I think it's... I don't know. Maybe the latter of the two. But... I don't know, maybe or maybe my they just. My sister will like, still hide. Like a recently, we were at a thrift store and her meth pipe dropped out of her yeah. foot, or out of her pants pocket, and so uh-huh. she put her foot over it. The things that she was standing in line, so she looked at me and said, "It's dad's," and I was like, "It's weird that you would be holding dad's meth oh, pipe odd. while we're shopping." Yeah, and then she wouldn't move from the line because she had her foot over it, and I was like, "Hey, dude, just pick it up." 
Yeah. We all know. We all know you're on drugs. You're not hiding it, but you know now you look stupid because people are waiting for you to go to the register, and yeah. so she like, Just, picked it up quickly. And I was like, oh, you think that I don't think that you're on drugs. You must be on a ton of drugs to think that I don't think you're yeah. on drugs. Like, <laughs> You must be on so much that you think that you look like a normal human. Yeah. Like, no, that's, that, that is wild, man. Uh, good God. If she's stealing too much, I'll just vape in public. Like if we're at the thrift store yeah. and she's stealing, I'll vape Oh, uh, just to get store, attention? So they'll kick me out. Yeah. Well, that yeah. makes sense. Well, sometimes I get fucked because then I'm in the car for two hours because I just left a meth head in the thrift <sighs> store. So sometimes it bites you in the ass. Because <laughs> meth heads don't care that you're in the fucking car. Well, for yeah, two no, hours. that was the thing. We are, and we, and I, I wish I recorded it when I said it because I'm probably not going to say it again as eloquently. But, but the thing about meth heads is that time it, it doesn't matter because it yeah. does. It's not real, but it is real. It's all around you. It's a physical thing. You can touch it tomorrow you're reminded when somebody knocks on your door at 10 a.m to say a normal thing yeah like you lose all concept of like just normalcy and tomorrow is never obtainable you know yeah yeah it's just it's always gonna be right down the road yeah and you see tomorrow and there's no like break in between yeah you don't see your like you're not like how i plan for my night because you don't have a night yeah it's just like how just, I hide in the dark until the daytime comes. Yeah. And then how I hide in the daytime. Until nighttime comes. <laughs> until nighttime yeah. comes. That's why they're always out, out at night. Yeah. You know? No, it's it's crazy. It's crazy when you run into them in town and they're just high as hell. I remember this one guy at a convenience store. Oh, man. He was... I felt bad for him. He was so outrageously, obviously yeah. high where he was like dancing back and forth. His tongue was like had a mind of its own you know it was going a billion yeah. miles an hour and he's like you think i'm drunk and you're like yeah. no i don't no no no. i know you're not drunk yeah. you know i'm drunk you're high on meth yeah you know yeah but i remember but the somebody the police showed up like as i was there but i mean if he didn't have anything on him there's really nothing a cop can do yeah that's the craziest thing because you're not like sloppy you're just yeah and there's often times like i feel sad for my dad and my sister almost every time i see them yeah only because like i don't think my sister understands another way of life yeah you know yeah i got to see it when my mom and my dad like separated my sister followed my dad and so like it had been so long since we had a normal life that i don't think she sees it my mom tried to remind me of it and so like in a way i benefited because i was the youngest yeah you know i wasn't old enough to go find my dad and my middle sister she is somewhere i don't know where she's at but like um yeah is she is she like does she just not have anything to do with anything or is she just doing your not the one Uh, that my yeah okay the one above me um my other i have three older three older sisters so there's my sister who's drug addict yeah my oldest sister, who is a brilliant fucking woman, she works with uh, special needs kids, and she got out really early. Okay. She's like uh, eight and a half years older than me, so when my dad started the yeah. drugs, she was already kind of she- going away. She got the best of my dad. Yeah. Um, And then I have a sister right above me who, um, I mean, I don't know much about her anymore. She kind of, she's a drug addict as well. Oh, okay. Um, but she has no, I don't have a number, an address, a social media and when I checked online last, she had been arrested for prostitution. Uh, okay. And so I don't know. Yeah, you know. she's just living the life. Yeah, she's just somewhere. Like when I saw her last, um, 
I drove by her like four times because she looked like a different human since yeah. I've seen her. You recognized her, but you like didn't. No, recognize I didn't her. recognize her. She had to come. She had to like come up to me and stop oh, my wow. truck because she had lost like so much weight and looked so bad. Yeah, that's wild. And, yeah, and so. Yeah, that that's not my issue. You know, I'm not my mother. You know. Yeah, yeah. It's no, there's really not you can do. You yeah. know. Yeah, I, like I, I spent a lot of my time after my mom died, like trying to figure out, like, what could I do about all these things? You know, how could I help my sisters? And then it made me so like depressed and anxious, and I realized like that's like not really my job. Yeah. You know, I was taking on like a lot of my mom's responsibilities because I was so close to her, and I think that I felt like. Somebody was, you know, even my sisters will be like, you know, what would mom say? You knew her so well. Yeah. yeah you know? you, so the, I started had, to take yeah. it on like, how could I help you get off drugs? But like, I've already tried to help you. And so I raised yeah. your kid or, you know, I did. A, I didn't raise him by myself. I never want to take all the credit because my aunt and my mom were significant raising my nephew. But my mom died and my aunt's gone. So now it's me. Yeah. And he's fucking awesome. But my sister did a number on him. It's really weird because right now. My sister is saying that he's home because of the COVID stuff, but she hasn't actually let me talk to him, which is weird to say that that scares me, you know? Yeah. Like, I'm like, why can't, you know, because he doesn't have a phone anymore, but like, like, why can't I just talk to him? She's like, well, he's with his girlfriend. Yeah. And so like, but not uh, yeah. let, not giving me, any, it's like, now I don't have a communication line. Yeah, like you have really no idea. You don't know if she's telling the truth or not. And I guess, she's rarely ever telling the truth because drug addicts don't like to tell the truth because they're hiding everything. Yeah, they, they're pretty incapable of telling the truth. Yeah. It's pretty wild. Yeah. Yeah. And so like the last few times I've talked to her, she's like, well, he's out in the back with his girlfriend or oh, with his grandpa. Take that name out. Okay. Um, With his grandpa. And so ever since like the last time he's run away, she hasn't let me talk to him personally. So I'm like, and, but then again, I have no rights. So the only thing I can do yeah, is be yeah, nice and sweet and hope that I get any information. Yeah. And that's just, it's, it's really all you can do. I have no, I mean, that, cause that, yeah, there's no, like you have nothing. You, you, yeah, it is. It's fucking wild, man. I mean, it's, it is a, it just sounds like such a shit show. Yeah. And people are like, well, you know, why do you keep going? To see your sister and your dad. And I love them. And I would probably see them anyway. I don't even know if they know this. I'd probably see them much less if my nephew weren't there. Mm -hmm. Because sometimes I go and he's not there. He's with his friends. But really, I'm kind of going there. A lot of it is to Yeah, you're going there to visit, but then to just like kind of more or less check in. It's like a wellness check, you know? I mean, ultimately, you know? Yeah. And if that, and that's the thing. They don't realize that if the need to do the wellness is over, well, then you're just, you know. Yeah. I'll come around Sometimes. if there's an emergency. Yeah. If I get a call from the cops. But really, so it's I was, more stressful. Yeah. Yeah. And I was, <laughs> was going to ask, um, has either one of them, and I'm sure that they have at some point, minor infractions, like the rap sheet that your sister has, does she have like a, a, a real obvious like meth rap sheet? Um, or is it just like, is it usually... I'm actually, I get confused with my sister's convictions because they're like... I, I was mean, think, I was thinking about this earlier. Like all the stories I tell are told from whoever I was, the age I was at that time. Yeah, you know, like Virginia Woolf talks about that, which is weird that I'm bringing up Virginia Woolf. But like, you know, when I give you a recollection, it's like when I was 15. It's from it's told from the age of 
a 34 year old, but it's told from the mind of a 15 year old. Yeah, that's how you remember it. And so time gets really confusing. And I'm not, I'm pretty sure when my sister was out on bail for the murder, Uh she got arrested for a meth lab and a stolen vehicle that my dad had given her. And so, like, Wait, was a meth lab in the stolen vehicle? No, 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 no. no, 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 no. Okay, she no, got popped. Two separate okay. things, yeah. Or stolen vehicle. Maybe one was before and one was during, and then she went back to prison. But um, I believe if I'm like, I believe that she got dismissed from the meth lab, which was also my father's, by the way. Yeah. Um, because the three people that she got caught with it with, none of them ever showed up to court. Or, and there was something that happened, but that could be all wrong because at yeah. this time... Who knows? Yeah, and like I I was also in college, you know, yeah. going to college my senior year, going to college and trying to like be at high school, like nothing was going on yeah. at home. Yeah, and there's also, I mean, there's I don't think anyone... The, the way the judicial system works, it's like if you're not a lawyer or a judge, then you really just don't get it. You know, like how or why they drop cases versus keep some, you know. I I mean, whenever I was a kid, I got this ridiculous um, truancy charge from the the courts, which is hilarious now because they ruled it unconstitutional, which I'm, you know, really glad that they did. But uh, I'm not, I wish they would catch my sister for not taking my nephew to school more, but go ahead. Well, no, the thing was, is that they were instituting a fine. It was like a thousand dollars a day for not going. If I was found guilty of truancy, Ugh. it was like, well, you know, so, and I was a very opinionated kid. Anyways, I was held in contempt of court and like, and then all of a sudden nothing happened for two, three years. And they send you a letter. And then, yeah, then all of a sudden I'm on probation. And I'm like, what happened? Yeah. You know, like I, I, so I don't get how any of it. I, I, I never understood how any of that works. Yeah, I um, I believe my sister had a lot of. Um, I hate to say this, but like you know, she was in the jail that my mom worked at. So yeah. I, I believe that she got a little bit of special treatment. Well, she probably did. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I worked at a jail when I was yeah younger, and if I knew, I mean, it's a small town. So if yeah. I knew one of the people, the guys that got arrested, I wasn't like an overt exactly. dick to them. And I wasn't yeah. an overt dick to anybody. I didn't like take away or their rights. Or if you know you're but... friends with a woman that works in the jail and you know that their daughter's there. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's what, She yeah. might get uh, extra ice in her ice chest. Yeah. Or, you know, something, you yeah. know. An extra sandwich. Yeah. A extra PB&J. Um, I'll tell you what. Never, oh, never mind. I can't say that. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. Wait. I can write down the time. You can tell me. I cut the whole fucking thing out. Okay. Or I'll just, yeah. I'll okay. Do that. Well, my so, sister, like, you know, I told you about how, like, um, if you're going to cut all this out. I'm going to cut all this out okay. until you say, I don't have to cut this out. Okay. Anymore. So I also had my driver's license. I could tell that story, though. But okay. um, where I got my driver's license, I, my sister, after she got out of prison, she was like, when the lady was working, she was like, and I was like, what? So she likes mimicking something about mm-hmm. her ass. So when we leave, she tells me that when she was a cleaning crew, they wouldn't really watch her because she was my mom's daughter. Yeah. And she uh, like printed her ass out and her boobs out on that machine they were copying my oh, driver's funny. license with Yeah. Uh, to, give, to slip them to the trustee guy that she thought was cute. And I could tell that story, but the other one's about her record not being all... Yeah. All together. It sounds like she was a wild and crazy lady. Dude, 
Wait, my mom? Yes. No, well, my your, sister, your mom yes. and your sister. Your, your mom, mom was sister. also, I have to say, I think your mom was probably a little wild and crazy. She just had her, she just figured, figured out like, I don't know, man. She was willing to just kind of like. I think it was kids, man. Yeah, she just found herself like, this is where I'm at. I mean, that, I think that's where a lot of people end up. One day you just kind of go, fuck, yeah. this is where I'm at because I, I have mom, these kids. Uh, my mom said one time I had a friend who was getting hit by her dad. And it was after my mom and my dad had divorced. Yeah. And my mom knew about it. She would stay at her house a lot. And my mom went to talk to her mom. Yeah. And her mom was like, uh, they were really religious. And her mom said, you know, I took a vow with my husband. When I say I do, I mean I do. And my mom was like, you think I didn't take that vow? She's like, but when you fuck with my kids, yeah. now we're fucking working. You know, yeah. she's like, now we're in a war. And she was like, and he fucked with my kids, so I had to make him leave. And um, to this day, I know that woman is still with her husband, and my friend has moved. But, yeah. you know, um, you know, my mom had to, like, tell this lady, like, you think that I didn't take my, like, vows yeah. seriously, but you're fucking with my kids. You know, my kids are going to school, getting bullied. We're also, you know, watching some terrible shit. You know, we're dressing my dad in the morning. Yeah, you're, no, you're, you're not doing a Nobody normal... should dress their dad yeah. while he's in a meth sleep. Like, what? Yeah, get right yeah. on that. Front. There you Sorry. go. Hello. I can hear you, uh, but, you know, I really want to be able to hear you. I got it. No, it's crazy, though. I mean, no one should... I, I don't know, you know, it's it's a fucking... It's a wild upbringing. You know, so you definitely you definitely have... You beat me on the on the wild upbringing. You think so? Yeah, by far. I want to hear your shit. Oh, mine's, mine's pretty basic. We just moved around a lot. See, I didn't know it was, like... I'm not going to say I didn't know it was crazy, but it happened for so long that I didn't know how crazy it was. Yeah, okay. So to, to how your brain just takes on like, well, this is normal. Yeah. So we, I worked at a, at a boys' home, and we took in boys that were either um, offenders, sex offenders, or uh, offendees, you know, I mm-hmm. guess. Uh, they were the victims. Mm-hmm. And the victimizers, you know, we took them. We just if they were in under eighteen, it was a therapeutic camp for yeah. kids. And uh, one of the stories we got this one kid. He was real weird. I mean, they're all real weird, but you know, it's very yeah. understandable. You know, yeah. but this kid was just you know, he was just a little bit more off than normal. You know, compared to the rest of the kids. Yeah. And uh, I couldn't find his his paperwork, and I was to talking know about to him a the. Bit. Well, yeah, yeah, and I was talking to one of the therapists, and then um, she she informed me of what happened. But so he was his like first early childhood memory was um, being taken outside and put into a stranger's truck, and he was prostituted out at the age of three. That's like so his family, yeah. So his three year old, yeah. So his mother and father could obtain the money for methamphetamines. You know, and then his father molested him and raped him his yeah. whole life. And he lived this normal life in his head until he was 12. And that, like blew, three years old is such a well, baby. to start at three, like it's just normal. It's yeah, not, you just think, you're not scared of it. You're not, you just, I mean, it's disgusting. Yeah. You know, it, it hurts me to yeah. think about it. But, um, he, I think it was at the age of 12, a kid came over to the house and just realized like, hey, yeah. I my my family doesn't rape me. 
you know? Like, I think the kid was staying the night. Yeah. And, uh, and uh, so, and that's, that's a testament to how out of fucking whack his family was to even yeah. think, like, bringing an outsider was, was a good idea. Yeah, because your kids will. they won't notice. Because your kids you know? will talk to other kids about yeah, it. Yeah, well, that yeah. kid told his parents CPS was involved, and it was mm. instantaneous. And then we got him a week after that. He bounced around a little bit, and he was in that facility till he was 18. So That's from like, the age of 13 or 12, I can't remember. I was intermittent there for a couple of years. I went off to the oil field, came back, went to work there. And I did that three times, and he was there all three times, you know, just because he like never left. He was, yeah, he And I love that kid, man. He was a good kid, you know. Yeah. I'm scared to know where he is now. I know where he is now. I'm, I'm friends with him uh, on, on Facebook, you know, and I'll, I'll check in every now and then. Yeah, just to see. But, you know. Yeah, I'm actually... Uh, I don't, you know, they say like a kid's, like it's formative years are four to four, right? Yeah. You know, I sometimes think that like as bad as my nephew has it now, like, and he does have it very hard and I try to give him leeway. Yeah. Um, especially when he gets like over emotional and he cries and he'll like apologize for crying, which I think that is something like, I don't know how that's instilled in him, you know? Yeah. Because I don't ever shame him for crying or for like, no. you know, but you know. But we did have him his first uh, like four, four and a half years. And so I think somehow that part of that helps him oh, realize. Yeah. No, that you like, gave him a sense of, of even if he doesn't understand normalcy in that yeah. aspect, you still gave him like, you know, maybe he obtained a little bit of empathy. Well, he like and, remembers and, things. And, you yeah. Know? And like, he also remember understands we made like, lemon cookies. And I'll be like, dude, yeah, yeah I do remember that, yeah. you know, like, and so I, I, hope that that like is instilled yeah in him you know he's like 15 about to be 16 so it's you know it's crazy it's scary grow up fast well the thing is that he's so much more not that he's more grown up like mentally but he's seen a lot more than his peers have oh yeah you know and so i don't know when I I was very secretive about it, you know, I didn't mm-hmm. really start telling my story till I think till when I came here. You know, I had um, I had a friend in where I used to live, and we were friends for two years before she knew anything about the murder. Because I always kept it like once I realized it was really strange, I stopped talking about it because I was like, you know. But then later, yeah, yeah, oh yeah, like like the murder, know, the murder is a, the murder, you know, like how your labs. your brother in law probably murdered his brother. Yeah, I or, mean, yeah, that's the normal did, thing yeah. that happened. Yeah, and yeah. like, and so, but I realized later that it really it, what is it called? Um, it dis it was a disservice to me because then when I told my good friend, she was like, "Oh my god, this makes so much fucking sense." I was like, what do you mean? She's like, on Christmas break, you leave the whole time from our college city, you know? It's because I would have my nephew. Yeah. You know, and like uh, one time I went to go live with my sister in Project Housing and she was scared. And so Mm -hmm. I moved in with her for Christmas break, but I couldn't tell anybody because I was like, you know, my sister's in prison for murder. I have this kid for as much as I can to help my mom. And, And so a lot of times I would go back to college and I'd show up like I had, you know, I did. I do this thing still with people. <clears throat> I would talk about like my mom. I do this now with my mom, but I would talk about my dad as if you wouldn't know if he was there still or not. Yeah. You know, like I'd say, um, my dad's very funny. 
Mm-hmm. I wouldn't say my dad was very funny when I was growing up. You know, I'd say so you would think that and so even now I'll catch myself if like I go on a date, I'll be like, um, oh yeah, me and my mom are really close. Yeah. But yeah, you yeah. don't know if I said were or are. Yeah. You know, and so I keep that going for a while, which I'm trying to break, but it's like developing habits where you're like, I don't want to tell you too much of my life because then I look like a wounded little bitch. Yeah. But like if you knew me, I'm a resilient well, motherfucker, you know, so it's yeah. like, how are you going to take this? You first, whenever I first met you, you came across as a wounded little bitch. Yeah, I did like, I? I need to help you and pull you yeah, from the gutter. Oh, I'm so yeah. sad over here. <laughs> my sad life. <laughs> but, oh um, man. Yeah. It's just so tantalizing. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, where can we, this can like go like it's. Yeah, we can just go on forever and ever and ever and ever. Yeah, it's like it's hard to get to my nephew because. No, it's fine. It's we're we're all involved. Yeah, no, yeah, and that's so and that's like, perfectly fine. It's a it's a really good. It's a just a fucking. It's a train wreck of a story. Yeah, it's wild, it really you know? is. But so, where is your nephew now? Um. Right now, well, it's... Uh, I mean, well, I'm, we know where he is now, like... Yeah. Because we don't know exactly where he is now. Yeah. But, I mean, like, I'm in uh, in life. Um, That's what I mean. Not at this moment. Devastating, really. Um, he's been held back two years because he has never been taken to school mm-hmm. um, regularly. Yeah. Also, you know, my sister will, you know, say... It's so... Weird, because you can't explain to somebody that's addicted to drug and drugs and lives in an alternative world that they are an adult, and this is a kid they're talking to. She'll try to talk to me like he's an adult. She'll be like, "Well, he can't get up." I'm like, "Well, how could he get up if he's never been ever seen anybody that gets up regularly?" You know. Yeah. And so. And know, doesn't have someone saying "get up." I mean, I have a 13 year old that won't get up. Yeah, and like sometimes they up. do get up. Yeah. When she's having a good day or she's on drugs and then, you know, and then, you know, the next two days she wants him to get up by himself. Yeah. And then, you know, he doesn't have a bus route because they wanted to have him in a better school. So his mom has to take him. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, when I have had him recently, he gets to school on time every day. I drive an hour and a half there and back. Yeah. You know, and my point is like, if you, I can get him there, you can get him yeah. there. It's 10 mm-hmm. minutes away. You know, like recently she called me and she was like, you know, he won't apologize. I'm like, how would he know how to apologize if he's never, ever seen That's you? never been demonstrated. Yeah. You, you know, and like, she's never wrong. You know, when you're, I feel like on drug, when you're a sober person to apologize, I think is sometimes empowering because you're yeah. like, you know, me, like I feel somebody is really strong when they apologize because it takes a lot. But when you're on drugs, if you make, if I feel like she thinks if she says, if she admits one wrong thing, she's, she's admitting gotta, all of it. Yeah, well, that's that's like the whole, that's like the 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 house of cards effect. Yeah. I mean, that's really all that is, and and and, and that's how they they see life right yeah, now. So none just, of it's her. They're on top of it, and yeah. yeah if you pull that bottom one out, yeah. I and mean, it's all gonna fucking. Fall. And you know, of course, he's you know fifteen, and so. My mom. It's hard, yeah. My mom. My my son's mom has that type of mentality. That, know, yeah. Where, and, and so it's none of it's her. Yeah, it's like, never, ever, all. ever her fault. And like I go there and there's, you know, I've never seen it organized for like kids. You know, I've never, you know, he's often in a room with boxes of stuff that she's collecting. You know, yeah. she's like, he doesn't do his homework. I'm like, well, where the fuck would he do it? Yeah. How's he going to do it? You know, the table's filled with stuff, you know. Yeah. And it's hard to explain to like a kid because he's a kid. 
His yeah. brain's still developing. If I'm like, you know, hey, don't worry, you can get out of this when you're 18, like I did. Man, three years is so far away to him. Oh, it I might know. as well no. not even exist. Yeah, no. Nowadays, you know? if you say three years, I'm like, that's not enough time. Yeah. But and back so, whenever I was his age, it's like three years is like, that might as well just be 30 fucking years. Yeah. And like, and so I'm trying to like, you know, I can't get him to school. I can't do it. It's like almost as if like I can't do anything. Like the, recently, he was like, "Stop trying to fix things when you can't." Yeah. Which like was like a stab in my heart because I am trying to fix it, and he's right. I can't fix it, you know. Yeah. And so like he's really smart, and like I'm really proud of him, but I feel like his schooling will be. Well, really... you know, and and so I was just having this conversation, and I have. My son has a good chance of repeating the eighth grade, you know, and it's not because of me. I I know it's not because of anything. That yeah. I, I he rides the bus or I get him to school on time every time. We're five minutes away from the school, but he has a lack of maturity, emotional maturity, and just just you know, is he's a young eighth grader. So him failing right now and having to repeat the eighth grade, if that, if that happens, especially now with the way everything is, yeah. who knows, you know, this, this requires a lot more self-motivation than being then, sent to class. Yeah. But, um, it's not life threatening. It's just, he's going to have to do it. And so even in like your nephew's case where, even if he has to wait till he's 18 to get out of this shit, you know, to get his and GED. Then, well, not even not even his GED. Like he could still technically you could transfer still and get your high school diploma till you're 21. You yeah. know what I mean? And not to say he may not be into that. But Who I'm knows, scared you know? that he is. He doesn't have the motivation because yeah. he doesn't see it in life. Yeah, but that's the thing. Is like that's so your son gets to see that you yeah. guys get up and y'all do things. Yeah, but the but the other side of that though is like where you can be a constant is you can be that like motivation. Yeah. Just that, just that voice in his ear that just says, Hey, it may not all work out right now, yeah. but you got a whole fucking life ahead of you. Yeah. I used you to know? ask him like, whose life do you want? Yeah. Do you want your mom's life or my life? Yeah. And he would say yours. And the other day he got me cause he's fucking so like, he's philosophical and shit. And I yeah. asked him, I said, whose life do you want? Mine or your mom's? And he said, I want mine. Yeah. And I was like, damn, we're here. Okay. Yeah. Oh, right. that's pretty. That's, that's pretty great that he can answer. see that. Yeah, but yeah. I was like, okay, we're here at this age of being a teenager. Yeah. But then I also get some some pros to it, which is that he trusts me. I think more than he would ever trust his mother. Yeah. Like you know, he talks to me about sex. He told me he took Xanax. Yeah. You know, and so since I am the aunt, my one pro is that he'll tell me everything. What's neat though is like you were technically like the cool aunt, you know, but. You're the coolant because you do less drugs than the parents. Yeah. Like, he knows know? I smoke weed. You yeah. know? Um, yeah. He's really into my new workout thing. Um, yeah. And he told his girlfriend, which my sister would hate if she heard this, but whatever. He told his girlfriend in front of me, he said, because um, she was kind of giving me attitude because she knows that his parents are like, you know, she, she yeah. sees, not his parents, she sees his mom. Yeah. Like her, her so parents, she's judging you off of the mom. Well, yeah, her parents won't even let like talk to my sister because they think she's crazy, which I'm sure she does yeah. seem crazy going over yeah. there at 3 a.m. looking for her son like he hasn't been gone for 48 hours, you know? Yeah. Um, and so she kind of gave me attitude, and my nephew was like, hey, this is my aunt. She's not my mom, so you kind of have to respect her. And I was yeah. like, dang. Damn. And so she's been respectful ever since, you know? Like 
I got into her gated community recently because my wow. nephew ran away. And when she opened the door, she said, oh, shit. And I was like, yeah, I'll wait 30 minutes to get into a gated community, which I did. <laughs> <laughs> and I no one even went in. I had to wait for somebody to go out. And then, you just, and then yeah, my friend was like, dude, you have we've been here for 30 minutes. Fucking gun it. So I yeah. gunned it. And when she like literally opened the door and she was like, oh, and I was like an investigator. I used all my context clues. Yeah. Number one, you don't have your lashes or your makeup here. So I know my nephew's not here. Number two, your tattletale sister is behind you, yeah. and I know she tells on she tells on her for everything. And I was like, two, I know he's not here. And I was like, you just let him know that if he yeah. needs money to contact me, that's how I get him. Yeah, I'm like, you tell my nephew, and I would if he called me and said I need money, I would go to where he was at and give him money because we're not on a thing where I'm like trying to lie to him about anything or act like he don't know what's going on. Yeah, you know, he because if I do that, if I'm like get in the car and you know. Try to be a real fifteen-year-old for a few days. He's gonna be like, "What the fuck? Like, yeah. really? And, and like, what is it? What What is that to him? You know? No, he don't even know. Yeah, there's he not don't a, even like yeah. I said when I picked him up. He was ex- like, he literally, when I get him, he'll be like, "Do you need me to do any chores?" Like, he's begging for it. He's begging for structure. You know? Yeah. Like I let him cook the other day. Hope he never hears this. He's not very good. Well, that's all right. At my, cooking steak. My, that's <laughs> he made us beef jerky. Potatoes are great. <laughs> but like he, he cooked the steak for like 20 minutes on each side. And oh, then yeah. he put it in the oven. I don't uh, know why. To keep it warm. Well, yeah, on like I, 425. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you should have him come over here one day and I'll teach him how to cook a badass steak. I am. I, I, I can gloat about that one. I am really good at cooking See, steak. I don't. I am not good at it. And so I, I gave him pork chop recommendations. That was great. He made mm-hmm. his pork chops. Good yeah, job. Well, he can, if he's cooking steak that thoroughly, he's not going to fuck up a pork chop. Oh, well, I don't know a lot about cooking meat, so I'm not yeah. really... I taught him how to shave recently, um, but I didn't even know he didn't know how to shave. I was in my bedroom. He was staying with me, and I looked through the bathroom, Yeah. and he was like... He got a dry razor, one of my leg razors, and uh, just started all directions, Ow. just like... And yeah, and I was like, "What are you doing?" He's like, "I'm shaving," and I was like, "That's oh. not how you do it." Yeah, and so I was like, "Well, like, let me help you." And I live with guys, so I googled like you know, basic tips for shaving a man's face, and me and him try not to get very emotional. Uh-huh. I try to like always be positive. Like when I see him, I try to be playing music. I'll be dancing, you know, like we don't always have to be. And so we don't have a lot of like moments where we're both like we realize it's a moment. This is the moment. Yeah. And learning so, like, how to shave is a moment. Yeah. And so like I was yeah. like, oh, my God, duh. He yeah. doesn't know. how. No one ever who would teach him how to shave. So I went upstairs and I got this pile of, st- of foam from the boys in the upstairs. Yeah, the big bottle of Brute. Yeah. And I brought it down and he was like, do you need that much? And I was like, oh, I. I, I, I guess no I'm used idea. to shaving legs. Yeah. But um, so I was helping him shave, and then I got him like an electric razor, like later on. But I was helping him shave, and then I caught him looking at me. Uh oh. You know, like you had a, that moment. Well, like a kid looks at their parent. Yeah. And then I looked at him, and he said, oh, "Okay, I got it. Like it's fine. Like he's like one of those kids. Like oh, it's fine. You yeah, know, like I, got I it. yeah, yeah. Like I won't let him. Like I'll lock the door and make him say that he loves me, and then I'll unlock the door. Like I'm a forceful love. Yeah. Um, so like, I don't know. It was like a really big moment the other day. I was like, oh, I taught you to shave, and sometimes I forget that you're not having somebody teach you these things. Yeah. No you one know? taught me how to shave. My dad rolled out before that. Yeah. 
by death, but so, either yeah. way. Yeah, you know, yeah. It was his he still, choice. He still quit me. <laughs> yeah. You know? He still quit me, fucking yeah. asshole. So well, you just shaved badly and you still shave like that? Yeah, I, I can tell. That's, yeah. that's why I have <laughs> a full beard. This is why I taught my nephew to shave. Look at you. Yeah. No, it's be- I have... I have a very sensitive face on top of that because I got into a really nasty motorcycle wreck when I was like 18 or 19. That's what you're going to blame your, blame your sensitive yeah. face on? Yeah. Well, no. And that and so I, I ate most of the road on my head and face. Are and, you serious? Uh, yeah. Yeah. I had a hole in my lip. And I, I so what I have is I have like like under like, I forget the the doctor was saying it was like some it's just, it's scar tissue, but it's I don't scar heavily. You know, so whenever it gets a little uh, frazzled, you know, or like whenever you like tissue, mess yeah. with it with a razor or something, it totally like it just it flare. It looks like I have like weird tumors on my face. It's crazy too because whenever like I go boils. to the yeah yeah it but I get so, boils yeah. So whenever I I go to the dentist and they take an X ray of my my mouth, you know, there's always I'm like I look like I have little little tumors in my. Oh, because it's all your... It's all the little rocks. Little little bits of sand that never came out. Do they still out. come out sometimes? No, they don't come out. They're in there. They're like in the middle. It's wild. They're like... Like yeah. your skin never the, refreshes. The, it's yeah. Just, the, the they're dentist, in this... You know, skin grows yeah. and comes off. The like. dentist was like, "There's you have this weird thing and we want to get you a biopsy. That was the very first time that they ever did this. And I was like, what do you mean? Like, well, you dip and you have this weird thing in your mouth and we want to make sure that you... Uh. And I was like, oh shit. Okay. So I, then I went to a... Did you already have kids? Yeah, and I I went to uh, I had my daughter. Um, I went to a um, god dang it like a oh an oral surgeon and he he needed it he was gonna do like a biopsy and he goes well first off he goes you don't have that because you dip he goes you dip it don't matter you it, you're either gonna get cancer or you won't it's up to you but that's not cancer he goes that is a he goes and he looks at me and he goes you ever been in a motorcycle wreck or a bicycle accident and I was like yeah he goes did you hit your face on the ground it's like, yeah. And he goes, huh. you got sand in your face. And he goes, and it looks like you have little tumors. And he had already had cases like that, which is the weird thing. Yeah. I mean, you know, he was years, a, he's a yeah, 70-year-old, you know, guy. He's like, no more. There's no thrills. He's not like, we're going to biopsy this and charge you $8,000. Yeah. He's like, man, that's sand. He's already had his money thrills. He's like, yeah. let me see if he's I like, get this listen, rock out of your face. I've already left my wife, married yeah. a 20-year-old, yeah. bought a Porsche. I'm good. Have all the bad blowjobs I want yeah. for the rest you of my sir, life. You, sir, have a good rest of the yeah. day. Because we all know that 20-year-olds don't get good blowjobs, yeah. no matter how great. All right, everybody. There will be a part three coming out very Thanks soon. Uh, just due to the coronavirus, we ended up talking and went a little bit longer than normal, so I figured I could just break it in half. But remember, I'm on Anchor, Beaker, Google Podcasts, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio, Public, Spotify, my favorite iTunes. So tell all your friends, because there's no reason why you shouldn't be spreading the messages. I live off of your likes, subscribes, and uh, reviews if you want to leave them. And I don't have a job, so uh, feel free to really, really, really like them. Anyways, you can find me on Facebook at Parents Just Won't Shut Up. Have yourself a good rest of the evening. Very much, but it lasts a long while.